0: Let's get her!
1: Hello and welcome to Netflix vs. Cinema, the podcast that this week is kind of letting half the side down because <laughs> due to life and other issues, there is only one film that we've seen in cinema this week. My name is Tosin, I am your host. I am based up in the United Kingdom in a area called Bromsgrove, which is in the middle of the country. Joining me as always on the Isle of Wight are Sharon. Hello. And Sean. Hi.
2: Uh, I'm actually I'm actually in Bournemouth. So I'm not oh yeah
1: oh, oh 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 sure. has made us almost international. <laughs> <laughs> almost international. He's in Bournemouth. All right, cool. So um, as I said, this week because at least two of us have um, sickly family members that we need to go look after, so it's going it's to be a bit of a speedy one. We're going to have a straight shootout this week. Usually, what we do is we go see three films in the cinema, three films at home, or three TV shows at home. We Rate them up, and we say where's the money we better spend this week. Now, this week we have a straight shootout because between the three of us, we have seen one new film in the cinema this week. <laughs> uh, I think Dune is still out there doing its thing, but we've all. The, the, I think the only film that we have seen. I say we. I should say that you two have seen is Edgar Wright's Last Night in Soho. Yeah, yeah, and um, so, yeah. So it's Edgar Wright's Last Night in Soho. So we're going to talk about that. And Sean, you have something that you saw at home, which yes. Is... I t-
2: yeah, okay. It's called City of City of Life and Death.
1: City of Life and Death. So today Netflix vs. Cinema to see where money was better spent this week, we have Last Night Vers- last, oh, last night versus Last Night in Soho versus City of Life and Death. So Sharon, do you want to take us out? tell us a little bit about Last Night in Soho? What is this about? We know it's Edgar Wright's latest movie. I heard it's the first time he's going out into full all out horror and going away from his comedy roots. But what is this about?
0: Yeah, this is a. It starts off with a young student who goes to um, London for the first time. She's brought up and raised in Cornwall. Uh, She's raised by her gran, and she's became not obsessed, but she became inspired by a period in the sixties where her mum and her gran just had the best time, um, as sixties in London. So her musical influences, her fashion influences, are all inspired by. London of uh, the swinging sixties in London. And so she heads to London to go to design you know, fashion and designs university college. And there she, um, doesn't, because she's a bit of a loner, she's got a bit of a strange past. She doesn't get on the work living in the dig. So she goes and gets a bed sit for herself in the middle of Soho. And then she starts to basically encounter some strange things. Um, she in her dreams, she meets this young woman, and they more or less like become, they almost like coexist, where every her waking moment is filled with this character who inhabits her dreams as well. And she gets drawn into this life of um, the sordid side of 60s in the, the London in the 60s. So it might start off with like, going to London to fulfill your ambitions of being the next Stella Black and dancing in the Café du Paris and having this wonderful life with the swinging 60s and then being dragged into a life of vice. And as you see, our, ca- our character in the past, her life deteriorates into this sort of vice ridden nightmare. So our, our protagonist in the current, her life is being dragged into a nightmare because she's sucked into this alternative existence. Ooh. And things become a little bit undone for her and things start to happen that blurs the line between what does she dream and what is real and what is imagined and what is actually uh, reality.
1: timey whimey, wishy-squishy. Yes. All right, cool. So now, now, okay, just from that, as uh, I think Sharon is essentially the queen of synopses. <laughs> it yeah, comes, no, hundred no, percent. When it comes to this thing, Sharon is the queen of synopses. She's she like, she's nice, she's like succinct. She's like, yeah, that's it. That's what this film's about. Um, and Sean is the king of reactions. So, <laughs> so, so, um, so. Uh, but essentially, from what you said about that, Sharon, that sounds to me like Sean. It sounds a little bit up your street. Was it? <laughs> yes. li- was it? Was it a little I, bit up your street?
2: Yeah, I've actually, I've actually gone and seen this one again. So i oh. totally, I totally, totally loved it. I was totally immersed in it, totally 100 percent. Just I was there. I was in that world. And that hasn't happened for a long time since I've been at the cinema. Um, yeah. So I mean, and, and I'm still thinking about it now, and I'm glad I went to see it second time. I'm probably going to go see this one a third time. I love this film. It's just like, abso- I think it's absolutely it's the best thing I've seen this year. Definitely. Possibly within the last five years, this is probably the best film I've seen.
1: Good stuff. I so, love it. I
2: loved it. I loved the atmosphere. I soaked it up. The soundtrack was absolutely terrific. I thought that I thought the acting was great. Um, I really did think it was because I, when I saw the trailer for this, I thought I wasn't too sure on the, who's the actress who plays the, the Cornish girl. Um, Thomas in McKenzie. Yeah, yeah, I should. Yeah, sorry, yeah. I should know. Was that. she in oh, Saint Maud? Was
0: she the one in Saint Maud? I couldn't remember. No, out.
1: she isn't in Saint Maud. Saint Maud is oh yeah. somebody else. But no, first, she is, She she's the one in um in
2: Jojo jo- yeah. Rabbit and no. Yeah, she's in Jojo. Um, jo-
1: Leave, um, no Leave no
2: trace. Leave no trace. Yeah, that's yes, it. That's, that's what when I first came across it. So yeah, so and I just thought because, I mean, in Jojo Rabbit, it didn't. Convinced me to a huge amount, but I thought she nailed this part. For me personally, I thought she was absolutely brilliant in the part. She convinced me so, so convincing. Um, yeah, I just, I, I, I love this movie. I totally, totally. Okay, love okay, okay.
1: So, Sean, with your whole pronouncement of this, possibly in the best film you've seen in the last five years in the cinema. Now, Sean has, uh, you, 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 you love making lists, so you love ranking things, and you have a running list of your best films ever, mm-hmm. and somewhere in the top. There's, I know, I know. There's Assault of in 13. There's yep. 71. There's yep. Fury. So yep. Assault of in 13, 71, Fury, and now I'm going to throw Last Night in Soho there. Where would yep. you, where would you, where would you juggle those in, in with those films? The, well, I, know, I, I, know, I know, It's really recent, but yeah. hey, I'm putting you on the, the spot. The, the Wild Bunch is probably my top one, but that oh yeah, would have, how, how did I forget about the Wild Bunch? That would
2: have to, <laughs> I, That would probably. Um, trying to think now, that probably would be near 71. So I'd have to, it would be like, I don't know, but. um,
1: Uh, Okay.
2: Yeah. So, yeah. No, it's high. This is high. This is really, really high on my list. I I totally sunk down into my chair
1: and was absolutely.
2: (laughs) And you were there.
1: You were there. I was there. Yeah. Okay, cool. So, um, Sharon, how about you? What were your reactions to this one? what did you think?
0: No, I thought it was, you know, classy. I thought it was. It told the story really well, where it does sort of blur that line between reality and nightmare. And is it mental health? Is it mm. real? Is it just a sort of like a psychedelic dream? Um, yeah, so it, I thought it fit the mood really well. I thought it genuinely had some shocks and some twists in it that we, both of us, we discussed this at yeah. the end of the film, yeah, we, it didn't we didn't see coming. And normally see coming. most of these films, I think what makes a big difference is, is the filmmaker loves film. So yeah, yeah. He knows the things we go like, you're signposting, you're signposting. We know. <laughs> if you watch films, you can see the end coming.
1: It's like, oh, I, that, that soldier just pictured up a picture of his lovely girl back home. We know what's coming.
0: You know, that's happening there. <laughs> and even though they had a bit like a, okay, I'm going to introduce this one item that may become relevant later. Uh, like the the typical but they didn't signpost it so I was thinking that might come into effect later on but again normally these things are completely signposted but if you know cinema then I think as Edgar Wright does then he knows to avoid those things so you do get a genuine twist at the end that neither of us had predicted and I think that's probably why we both probably rated it really highly because it wasn't conventional in that way that Mm. you know Uh, what's going to happen
1: Okay, you see, you see what's gonna happen now is I'm gonna go see this film, and I'm gonna be like, okay, what don't I expect to happen? Okay, that's what's gonna happen, and I'm and I'm, and I'm gonna spend the whole film second guessing myself and not even enjoying it because I'm gonna try and be that smartass. I'm gonna try that and be one. that, that smartass who figured it out.
0: Yeah, so there was some really good moments, and I think there's probably one of those ones that if you watched it again, or in, again, if like in the if you had it on, like you freeze certain frames and Ooh. you. Cause there's lots of information thrown at you at one point and then it, it mirrors something that's going on in the scene, but I can't tell you any spoilers, but yep, then you're thinking yep. actually each sort of trigger point matches what you see. So there's like, you see something and then there's some reaction, you see something else and there's another thing happens and you think they are linked and the more you read or cause there's one bit, there's a bit of text and you think actually it's connected it's not disconnected it's not a random event that's happening it's connected to exactly what you're seeing oh. and so there's some, re- some really there's some really clever stuff there's really good stuff but i think they the way they evoked the 60s was just oh. spot on i mean i have well, didn't live there and i wasn't before my time but that means nothing that's, but that's
2: like you imagine isn't it it's it just felt like, right
0: and that, you that, felt like there was alongside this gloss there was this tarnish yeah,
1: under- yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, we're talking about evoking the 60s okay i've only seen the trailer for this film but there is this one shot with a massive marquee billboard of thunderball which yeah, yeah, yeah. with the show connie james bond film and you look at it and go yeah that does look like another world that that yeah. that looks like another time <laughs> it looks looks a all right cool so with that okay people have to call this a horror movie how much of a horror is it do you think um
2: i don't think it i wouldn't really class it as a i didn't think it was horror horror. i didn't think it was
0: horror i think there are horror elements in it certainly
2: yeah Yeah, certainly were but i I wouldn't call this a horror in the conventional sense of like you
0: know but yeah referencing saint Maud i mentioned earlier i didn't think that was a horror film either so people use the term horror because there's things that might be alarming might be distressing or might be sort of like triggers Mm. for some people yeah I would say it's horrific in its content in places but it's not to me it wasn't horror.
1: I think that was Morford Clack. I think I think St more was Morford Clark.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, I'm I'm going to go to Okay so That's now it, we get yeah. now, now we get to the main thing how many stars are we looking at? Okay,
2: well I I think it's pretty certain what I'm going to give it. There is one bit in it that could knock it down but I'm going to overlook it so I'm going This is this is my, this is a five star for me. I, it's got to be. I have th- thought about it a lot. And I'm gonna give this one a top five top marks.
1: Go it's for it, Sean. Go for it, Sean. <laughs> why why leave your why live your life with a break on? <laughs> so uh Sharon, how many stars?
0: Yeah, I'm torn between a four or a five because you know, my assessment of it is like, is it flawless? I'm trying to think there are no holes in it. So if on that definition has been like, you know, Without floor, I'd probably be like Craig Revel I'd without being able to spot a floor, I will have. To, I've got no choice but to give it a top mark. So I'd probably would say, yeah, I'd probably have to give it a. a I'm tempted. I'm, I'm to say like. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give
2: you a big hug. Big big. Because hug. It's,
0: I think it's a. It's an admirable film, but it's not a film that I probably would watch again because you know I've had that experience yeah. of it yeah. whereas in yeah. you know, my favorite films where I go all warm and fuzzy about I probably have a softer edge to them so yeah. I to me I didn't respond emotionally to it the way I would my favorite films but I certainly I certainly there's, there's so much to admire so but I think I'll probably just bite the bullet and say because I found it just such a a very very good piece of filmmaking that I'll have to give it a 5 whoa look oh, at that look terrible. at that yeah. edgar wright, yeah. edgar wright. Bring, that, but I got
1: that. bring in, bring in harmony bring in harmony to the to the uh to netflix for cinema podcast and also also making us realize that and i never realized before that sharon is our own version of craig revel horwood mm. i mean <laughs> i never thought that sharon <laughs> is the meanie <laughs> Sha- Sha- <laughs> sharon's the stingy one who doesn't want to give our stars <laughs>
0: Because <laughs> he always says he starts off with a perfect ten, and then he like removes points for every fault that he sees. Yeah, and I'm the same, really. I think I want this film to be really, really good, and then as you start into it, you're thinking, no, that loses a point because it's not original. Or that loses a point because it just doesn't convince. Or that loses a point because it's just.
1: Uh, well, you see, I, I tend to go in. I, I tend to go in feeling like, well, you know what, I'm expecting this to be rubbish. <laughs> 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 And then when I come on, I'm like, Oh my god, it wasn't. I'm gonna give it four. Like yeah. like Sonic the Hedgehog. That's still one of the biggest surprises of my Yeah, yeah I'll enjoy Sonic. in the in the last five years when it comes to my film watching, it's one of the biggest surprises. I was not expecting that to be that good. Yeah. And and a little bit probably with Free Guy, but I mean definitely Sonic is the probably the biggest surprise I've seen in the same <laughs> in the last three years. Right, okay, cool. Thank you. So that is a big oh my god. Okay, Sean, this house of life and death thing that you saw. Had it has its work cut out for it <laughs> for, there to, <laughs> for there to be anything other for but a cinema week, this cinema win this week. So, what did you see this on?
2: Okay, well, this was this was you know, I've been watching those like I did, um, Invincible.
1: Um, so, you so in the last yeah, two I, weeks, you you had a Russian World War Two movie yep, and an Estonian World Tonya.
2: War Two movie. Okay, well, this is a, which this Eastern
1: European country are we going to today?
2: Well, it's not European, this is this okay. is a Chinese film.
1: A Chinese
2: Ooh, film, so, yeah, even further east,
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah. This is a Chinese film and it is, um, it's shot in black and white. And it is about Nanking, where there was like this was a, a really, really horrible place in the in the war. Um, uh, it was, yeah, the, it was called The Rape of Nanking, really. So basically, there, oh, okay, was a, see
1: no, that I've heard of,
2: yeah. yeah. So, The Rape of Nanking, so basically, it starts off, there's a big battle between. The Japanese and the Chinese in this city,
0: hmm.
2: and um, anyway, the Japanese gradually take it over. And you've got like the, the they say, Find any Chinese soldiers, find any Chinese soldiers, we're gonna kill him. And that, but there's this um international mission with a, a German who's who's, I mean, he's a Nazi, he's got the German badge on that, but he's it's almost this is almost like a should we say, a, a Chinese Schindler's list.
1: All right, go gotcha
2: yeah so um yeah so basically he's got there's his compound and he takes in a lot of but the, the japanese that they they've got all the the uh chinese soldiers and obviously they execute them at certain places they take them out they've got it's quite brutal um and there's um sorry i just <laughs> messaged there. um there's they basically the japanese thing he goes in there and the the, the Nazis guys saying, "Look, you know this is a compound, or that." And he says, "Well, you've got to give up 200 women, for otherwise we're going to come in and take them anyway." So, oh well. Wow. So they have this. So he, he says, "I can't do no. I can't do nothing. I can't do nothing." They have to take these these 200. So they get some volunteers, obviously, and the volunteers have to go. And then uh, there's there's a lot of sort of subplots and things. And uh, and then. He gets a recall from Germany and he says, I've got to I've been called back, you know, because he's making trouble for the Japanese and the Japanese aren't and they they obviously want to get in the compound too because they're still Chinese soldiers. Mm. Um yeah, and so these women are used as comfort women and they obviously die.
1: There's quite but Yeah, yeah, sorry so, oh, so it's just that, that phrase. That yeah. that, that, fr- that yeah, phrase there's is nothing horrid.
0: comforting about that phrase, that, but, no,
1: that phrase is but, What is really
2: interesting this and what, re- what was really, really interested in this film, and I'm surprised because it's a Chinese film, there are some Japanese people with conscience. Hence, that's where this city city of love and a uh, city of life and death comes because this Japanese soldier, he goes to one of these uh, Chinese ladies, one of these comfort women, and he really, really likes her. He tries to help her and he's he's got a real kind, con- and he sees all this horrible stuff going on. And it's just... Uh, yeah, there's, there's nothing he can do, really. There's nothing he can do. But it's one of the few times when you say, it, it was sort of this movie was saying, yeah, the Japanese were cruel, horrible, nasty, in the second world war, obviously not now, but there still were some with consciousness that, that did. You know, they weren't all, there were people that were like, oh my God, you know what what's going on here? So it's it's pretty brutal in places. Um, after, after this, I sort of looked up online and I, I, I researched in that. And it's basically shots of nanking there's one bit where they've got a cart full of of dead people <laughs> sounds morbid doesn't it and there's an actual yeah, it it's is. actually like a, it's actually like a shot a shot from there's an actual shot of, it's like shot for shot like a picture yeah yeah like a picture with like to shoot firing squads and yeah so i mean i thought it was terrifically made it's it was really really made, well made i think this this i've seen another film by um by the director of this it was called the assembly and basically it's in the korean war yeah and uh, they go into north korea and it's, it's quite funny they go past some americans and the bloke says that obviously stuff that says try and talk korean try and talk korean and they wave <laughs> they're, they're chinese but they wave at the americans the Americans sort of wave back but mm. anyway so yeah so basically it's just like a schindler's list with but it's it's it's, it's quite brutal in places yeah um, but yeah, I mean really, really interesting. It was almost like a almost documentary, you know. It wasn't it wasn't, but it was almost documentary. Yeah. It reminded me a little bit like The Battle of Algiers. So so yeah, it was a it was a top movie. It was a really, really good movie. I've seen a lot of others as well. I've seen uh, So I've so seen how, many stars, how many stars? How many stars does City of uh, four Life and star, Death get? Four star,
1: four star. Four star for City four of star, Life and Death. Yeah. So so but this it sounds like yeah, sorry. Go on. It sounds like you've had enough of a enough of a good experience for you to now say that's it. From now on, I'm going to continue my exploration of yeah. non-English cinema. I, I, I
2: have seen a couple of others. I watched I watched a Korean. I've I've watched a lot. I watched a Korean one called Battleship Island. Mm-hmm. I watched. Uh, I'm going to watch a, 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 a Danish one next. I think.
1: Next well, you know, sure. Looking. If you keep this up, you know, you're going to become like you know. Uh, uh, other, other language experts, H-
2: internationalists, actually,
1: yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll be like, so Sean, uh, oh, this person's saying this to me in Dutch. Is is that actually true? And Sean will be like, oh, yeah, yeah, that sounds right. I heard that exact same phrase in that uh.
2: funny. You should say that because, um, there's a, a I did see, um, oh, I forgot what it was called, it was a Netflix one, it's, it's, it was rated quite high it's about like the Dutch resistance.
1: So, all oh, right, okay, cool. Well, okay, so as we said, that is all we have time for today because we, uh, we have to go look after poorly family members. Um, but I think it is... well. I think when it came out from the the second, Sharon started umming and aying and fighting and having a crisis of conscience as to whether to give last night in Soho four or five. We knew who had won this week. We knew, we knew who had won this week. So this week, it should come as no surprise to you that actually, let me. I'll I'll do what I usually do. I'll ask. So Sharon, Sean, who do you think has won this week? Even
0: with my <laughs> mathematical skills, I think we might work out that five is higher than a four
1: yeah so I would go with on that basis I <laughs> I would go with cinema it, cinema cinema so well done edgar Wright. it seems like the the wait that we had to wait for um last night and so to be released was totally worth it it would seem that that was the case so yeah. uh because this is one of those that has uh, obviously with pandemic as everything has gone hold up has been held up so until next week when i think we shall see the eternals I might, I, I might try and be a hero and see maybe two films in a week at the cinema. But mm. spoiler alert: one of them will be Last Night in Soho. And- <laughs> well, I'm going to. Um, that'd be good for you to see that. Well, I'm going to watch
2: tonight. I'm going to go and watch Chuck Steele, Night of the Trampires. What? It's an,
1: yeah, I know.
2: It's an, I know nothing about this, but I was just, I was looking at it, and it, apparently it's like an eighty. It's, a, it's an animated film. It's an animated film. So.
1: Chuck yeah. Steele, Knight, Steel, Knight of the Trampires. Knight
2: of the Trampires. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> as, I mean, it's an eighteen. So. Is it an eighteen or is it? A, yeah, no, it's an eighteen.
1: Eighteen. Okay.
0: With,
1: with a yeah. with a with a name like that, I would I would mean, yeah. so. Okay, so until well, until next week.
0: characters will dictate whether I can see the, any film this week, but we'll see. I don't know well, if yes. you can
1: see that, can you? Not, not that no. well, no. no, no not no, that no, well. No, no, no. Alright, so so okay, until next week when I think we shall so one of us will at least one of us would have seen the Eternals. Yeah. I think. Okay. I think I think one of us would have seen the Eternals. Until next week, it's a goodbye from, me. Goodbye from uh, me. And
2: it's a goodbye from me.
1: Thank you very much for joining us.